Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into episode number 19 of the Peloton People podcast. I'm your host, Anderson Keithley, and today I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Nicole Baird. What is up, guys? So happy to be here. And William Keithley. Howdy, howdy. So, we've got a loaded show this week. Show notes, double-sided paper. So, that projects to be a very long show. It's unprecedented, actually, so it's going to be a great show today. I didn't even know our printer could print two-sided. <laughs> well, turns out it can We've got another Sunday, another Titans game, another Titans loss or victory. We don't know what's going to happen hey, yet. Hey, 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 you're getting on us for not having enough energy before the show. And you are putting bad energy out there for the Titans. They're going to win. We we historically do not do well against good quarterbacks. And we're playing Russell Wilson. But that's all right. We can save that for another day. Now we have our first topic of the show. Nikki surgery slash recovery. She's pretty much back, so... Yeah, you're back to practicing and everything, right? Yeah, now. pretty much. I feel I'm feeling good. I haven't been pelotoning a lot this week, but I've been a little bit busy with my recovery stuff, so I'll be back on it next week. But you had a PR this week. I did actually. We'll get to that. Okay, okay so let's hop into class of the week. How about you lead us off? My class of the week was a 30-minute classic rock ride with Emma Lovewell from Five Five Twenty One. It it was a great mix, and it ended with ACDC's Thunderstruck. One of the best Viking songs out there, bar none. Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely a good one. Yeah, it, it was it was an awesome ride. It's the second time I've taken that ride too, and I I improved like by about 150 points on my output. Wow. It was it was it was pretty cool. And the last time I took it was, I think the beginning of July, like right after I started this whole crazy year thing. So okay. that was mine. It was awesome. Take it. Really good, Nick. My class of the week was Allie Love's 30-minute Usher ride. This was a great ride. I wasn't even planning on taking it that day until I saw it, and it ended up being a PR for me, which is weird because, as I've been talking about on recent weeks in the podcast, my stride scores have been incredibly high, but this week I was like, let's do a 30-minute ride this time. It was a PR, a great stride score. I was pretty happy with it. Well, that's good. New PR. Yeah, so only by three points, but that's all right. You're PR that much PR. further away from his PR now. Yeah, that's right. What are you're at? Like, I think I'm beating you by about ten or fifteen still. Something like that. I think I'm three, 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 maybe something like that. Yeah, right I'm three forty-six now. Yeah, nice. I still got you. Yeah, it sucks. I, I've come close to being on pace. A couple of times this week in the first half, and then I just died in the second half of the class. It happens, man. It happens quite often for me. <laughs> well, surprisingly, and probably the biggest surprise in the history of Peloton people, my class of the week is a 20-minute country ride with Allie Love from 71920. Yeah, that's just, that's off-brand for you. Well, here's the thing. I took this class the day before, and Anderson was sitting at his computer while I was taking the class, and he was singing along to every song. And then he goes, he looks up about, about three-quarters of the way through, he goes, Wow, maybe I do like country. Yeah, I, I'm really not sure what happened there. I that might, was a really good playlist. It was a good playlist. Maybe I'm a closeted country fan and I don't even know it, but it was actually a really good playlist. You definitely are a little bit. You love Kane Brown. You like Sam Hunt. So you have a little bit of country in you. Yeah, but my issue with these rides recently that I've been taking, funny enough, is I can't even get 200 output riding the high end of the metrics. And I'm not sure what that's about, but I, I'm unable to get 200 riding the high end of the metrics unless I cheat, which I always cheat at the end to get over 200 because 
I mean, if I don't do that mentally, I'm just done for the day. What are what are the target metrics before the class? I haven't been looking at that. You need so to look at that next. I've time. been stacking on my phone, so not as much looking on the bike itself. But speaking of looking on the bike, my music is messed up. My Apple Music is not syncing anymore. Uh, what Apple. do you mean, like when you heart songs? Yeah, it's, it's not syncing anymore. You know what? Where that does not happen for me, Spotify. <laughs> Spotify is linking up perfectly for me these days. Spotify does play really nice with with the uh, with Peloton. That's right. Well, whenever you guys have issues with Spotify, I'm never gonna assist, aid, or talk about it at all. Hey, you mentioned you, you mentioned, know anyway. You mentioned stacking. One thing I've noticed because I've been using a lot of stack classes lately. You cannot get to a session from a stack class. Yeah, it seems like a flaw. You say? I think it is a flaw. I don't know if I'm missing something. If anybody out there knows how to get to a session from a stack class, let me know. So are you I 100% can't... sure that it's just not that the class has no session, like it's old? No, because I put, I put some of the session classes in a stack to test that. And then when you hit start, it doesn't go, it doesn't go to a session. So, I mean, you, you'll see the here now people, of course, like a regular class, but right. you, you can't do a session from it. So I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, I but don't either. It seems like a flaw to me. Well, I feel like a lot of people would really like to be able to get to a session from a stack because I feel like a lot of people are more into stacking these days, especially now that you can do it on your phone. Yeah, I would think so too. But it is definitely a flaw and something that needs to be addressed if it's not possible. I mean, we don't so know for sure. Why would it not be possible? It's got to be possible. Well, I mean, like, if it's not possible right now. I would think. Which, yeah. that kind of that kind of leads into a really cool update that they just did. The new filter is amazing. It is so good. Have you played around with that? I haven't yet, but I'm going to for sure. Yeah, it, it's amazing. You can pick like which instructors. You can pick the class link. You can pick watched or, or taken and untaken, right. bookmark, not bookmark. I mean, it, it has got the best sorting. Before, you, like the iPad or the iPhone had better sorting than the bike did. Yeah. And they've really, they've really fixed that. So yeah. it's really, really cool. So if you hadn't checked that out, it's it's up it's new up at the top right of the bike now, and uh, it is really great. I yeah. love it. The filtering now is absolutely amazing. I'm actually a big time fan of it because you can select multiple instructors multiple times, multiple everything. It just sort of changes the game for me at least. Being able to do multiples of anything, you can combine as many categories as you want. I'm pretty excited to play around with that. I yeah. haven't yet. It looks really, really awesome, and I think I'm going to be using it big time in the future. I don't use it the way I pick stuff, but uh, it is still pretty cool. Well, you're always changing up the way you pick stuff, so who knows? Yeah, that, that is true. Um, I, although I think I have a good system now. We'll talk about that later. Hey, the pause button, they say, is coming soon. Somebody, I know. Like, somebody spilled it in the class. And... Uh, but, you know, who knows? But I don't really get the pause button. I don't know what you guys think about it, but I don't really get it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm never, I don't see myself wanting to pause it ever, but I also don't have kids or responsibilities really outside of myself right now. I just don't think that having a pause button is necessary because people complain about it all the time. Yes, but we shouldn't just give them what they want because they complain about it. If you pause, you shouldn't be allowed to be on the leaderboard. You shouldn't be allowed to have anything like that because I could do 10 minutes, go as hard as I possibly could, pause, rest for an hour, and do the next 10 minutes. Well, you know, they're probably not going to let you pause for an hour, but, I mean, even if you can only pause for 60 seconds or, you know, 
two or three minutes, you could recover really well. Right. So, yeah, I mean, from a leaderboard standpoint. Didn't they say they were going to change it up so it doesn't affect the leaderboard somehow? Or did I, I mean I, that? They said that at Homecoming, I thought. Homecoming is when it was last talked about. They said they were adding it. And then this is like the first time the rumors have started popping up again that it's going to appear soon. So I, I don't know. I, I don't really get it, but you know, it, maybe it'll maybe it'll be nice. Maybe so. So talk to us about the YouTube live treadmill event that I had no idea about. Yeah, well, I got an email this week um, from Peloton, and it had a letter in there from John Foley, and he was talking about an upcoming treadmill um, live YouTube presentation. And and you could RSVP and ask questions. Um, so that you went to a link, you signed up, and then supposedly they'll send you the code or a link closer to the event. Because I hadn't heard anything since then. Yeah. But that's what it's supposed to be. And the event is Thursday the 23rd at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Eastern time, that's right. So, I, I mean, I'll, I'll probably go to it just to see. I mean, Peloton seems to be really high on their treadmill they're adding tons of people they are um, i feel like every day i see a new instructor yeah being added to the tread team so two new uk instructors this past week one of them um what's her name Susie chan yep she's got like a really incredible resume hmm. i think she's got some records for treadmill distance running wow and uh she just i think she's like a real elite type of distance runner. Cool. So, I, I, of course, I haven't taken any of them because we don't really have a tread and I really hadn't been doing much running anyway. We will soon, though. Yes, yes, and I probably will get back on it. I had a dream last night that I was trying to get to Alaska to run a marathon. <laughs> I don't know what that means because maybe, maybe it's like Alaska is so far away that I would never make it there to even start the marathon that I haven't trained one bit for. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure what that's about either, but I'm we'll very... We'll have to delve into that at a different time. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited for the treadmill, although I have heard some bad things about it. Yeah, what have you heard? So, first of all, I've heard that the belt like gets stuck or has weird places in it, but I've also read that the fix for that is just tightening the belt. Yeah, I've, I've heard that too. So, it kind of depends on the team you get to put it together. Right. And, and there were several... I, I, I've, I'm a member of the Peloton... Facebook tread group, which is really good right now. And a lot of people love the tread, but a, a few people last week said that they came to install their tread and the installers didn't bring any tools. And and I'm like, I'm like how how is that even possible? Yeah. So I, I don't even get that at all. But these some of these third party companies that that everybody has to use, I mean, they're just they're not the best. So you know, Peloton in some cities have their own their own crews. Now here in Nashville, I think we get XPO. Yeah. Some places get JB Hunt. Those seem to be the two to three. Well, those two plus Peloton. That seems to be the way the way it's done. But yeah, I've heard I've heard some complaints, you know, as well. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, we'll find out October first. Well, hopefully, a lot of people, you know, there's they had to get rescheduled and stuff like that, but. I feel like we're getting ours later than anybody else, it, it just seems like. Even later than they told us at the store that it would be. Yeah, and a lot of people online have ordered way later than us and gotten them way sooner than us, too. So there really wasn't any advantage to ordering the morning that it that it launched. Yeah, So seems totally random. It does seem totally random. 
But tomorrow, Monday night, we've got season 30 premiere of Dancing with the Stars. Starring, oh, yeah! Starring Cody Rigsby. I'm excited. I've even had teammates saying things to me. They don't know anything about Peloton, but they've been like, Oh, I'm so excited to see that guy from Peloton <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. Because, you know, he's all over TikTok. He's all over Instagram, and he really is pretty famous, even outside of the Peloton community. He's days. pretty funny. I took two Cody classes this past week, and one of them, he, every song had dance in the title, and he kind of wink-winked about that. And then he was talking about Dance with the Stars a lot, and uh, it was really interesting. And I his classes, his classes, they have so many people. The first class I took... Pretty recent, and it was like 150,000, and then that dancing class was, I think, about the same. I mean, that's a lot of people to take one class. He's a popular guy. Yeah, it, I, I can't wait to see it. I really, I'm looking forward to it. He should be really good. I think he's definitely one of the favorites to win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think, I think the Peloton fan base, although we're pretty small, probably a number. We're probably pretty rabid about helping them out too. I think we're just crazy enough. Yeah, we're like we're all cult like. I mean, exactly. This is, exactly. I mean, we sit around every Sunday and talk about Peloton. Yeah. Plus, well, we really, do it. We do it during the week, week yeah. too. Yeah. Plus, so, not just right. on Sunday. And then we have people that listen to us do this too. So it, it is pretty sick. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty disturbing. So yeah, I'm I with love it. it. Yeah. yeah, I like it too. So five days ago. The UK studio opened, the brand new studio. Oh, I love it. It looks really clean. Have you taken any classes? Not in the new studio, but have you noticed in the bike studio that there are bikes around? Oh, there are bikes around? See, that's cool. Like, I hate those mirrors. In, in I hope that's like a new thing. Because even when the, when the crowds come back or the people come back, which I think is cool to be able to work out in the studio with them, it was just so distracting to have those, yeah. those people in the mirrors. So I love how the UK doesn't have any mirrors behind them anymore. Yeah. I, I, I hope that's what they do. They have a lot better lighting now, and the background's color changing, as you can see. Every class usually has a different color. I don't know if it can change during the ride or yeah. whatnot, but that would be really cool. They've I been haven't doing done two, one. They've been doing two-for-one rides, so clearly the stage is pretty big. Is the is the who's in a two-for-one ride? Jaeger and Cliff. Oh, cool. What about Happy what? Birthday, Eric Jaeger? Oh, yep. yeah. Happy Birthday. Never taken one of his classes. <laughs> Maybe what what about the treadmill classes in the UK? Are they the same way with no mirrors in the background? I haven't seen one yet, but I can look on the app right now to see the preview for some of these. And also, funny enough, speaking of previews, my I just we have Apple Fitness Plus just because of having like Apple Music, yada yada yada. Right. So one of my favorite things about Apple Fitness because I was just playing around is that you can preview every class. Yeah. So the instructor will give like a 10 minute thing of what or 10 second what the class is going to be and then you get to see some of the class. That is kind of neat. Well, it turns out Peloton actually does that too. Oh, really? And the just, instructor says what the class I don't will think be? the instructor says, but you get to see what the class looks like. Okay. So funny enough, one of the things that I thought was so cool about Apple Fitness, Peloton yeah. actually does as well. Of course. Of course. One thing one thing I like about Apple Fitness and I I took some classes early on I had technical problems, which, you know, mm -hmm. kind of irritates you. But one of the things, especially being like an old person, like they had like uh, kind of an out of shape old person in the, in the, in the yeah, background. Yeah, they have three different people doing yeah, the class. Yeah, three right? different levels yeah. of yeah. what you can do. Yes. And I, I kind of like that. It made it like way easier for, for me. To me, it's a little distracting. You like to see that one person yeah. have it. Yeah. <laughs> Be like me in that class. It'd be like us three taking the class yeah, at the literally. same time. So, 
I've just looked at the running class for the UK. So as you guys can see right here, oh, yeah. the background is the same. It looks actually like it's a bigger middle background, though. And I'm not sure what the actual class itself looks like. But the cameras are good enough that I don't think we're going to have to see the surrounding people anymore. Yeah, I'm sure the they've gotten way more advanced in the... I mean, they can, they, can pan, they can pan to see them and stuff. But it's just so distracting because... Inevitably, you have that one person in there that just looks crazy, and you know it's just so distracting. So that's I mean, yeah, it really is distracting. I can still picture some of the people that I've seen. I, that is so classes. interesting because it really doesn't distract me at all. But I, I, I feel like I would be distracted. I think the energy though of those live classes is probably way different. I haven't taken very many, but but I think maybe the pandemic also showed them that you know it's it's okay not to to have this going on in the yeah, background. Just so. create your own energy. It's not yeah. that hard for these instructors. Right. But speaking of the UK and the studio, it seems like UK instructors are going to start doing bike boot camp and it should be headlined by Sam Yo. Yeah. Exactly. Why? Sam Yo's the one that leaked it. Yeah, Sam would be Sam would be great at that. I think he would be Yeah, he's a fit he's a he's a pretty big Someone guy. Someone like Ben would be great at bike boot Ben camp. would be their best he would be the best bike. He seems camper. to me way more. Um, he doesn't. He has more say about his strength classes usually. Yeah, at least in ones I've taken. And he's swole too. He yeah, he really big. is good at training. I absolutely love this track. Yeah, that's his signature line. <laughs> so if he starts doing it, they did say multiple instructors. Cool, that'll be fun. So if we got Ben and Sam, this would just be more content because bike boot camp fans. There's obviously within the cult. There's more cults. And I take some bike boot camps, and sometimes they're like, wow, 200 bike boot camps for this person. Well, they only have like 30. I don't know right. how, why you would retake the same one 50 million times. The comparison online is Orange Theory um, versus Peloton boot camps. And now it's it's biased because I'm looking at Peloton mm-hmm. um, sites usually, but to a person, people love Peloton boot Ooh, camps yeah. more than they love the Orange Theory. And that's the people that, that took both. Plus, yeah. plus Peloton's a way better um, deal, exactly. you know, price-wise than, than than Orange Theory. Orange we have, we have some Orange Theory. We have some Orange Theories close to us, and I've always wanted to try class. I orange just, Theory is absolutely nothing to me. If you are an Orange Theory, <laughs> if you're an Orange Theory person, I challenge you to any fitness challenge ever, you're and ridiculous. I and I guarantee I'll win. I have a free Orange Theory class to my name right now that I haven't taken, so I'm thinking about trying it out one of these days. Yeah, and take take Bozo here with you cuz you I want know, to just he, embarrass these he people. He will in the class. not go. And I always ask him, "What if Orange Theory offered you a great job like in personal training because you know that's nope. something that Anderson's interested in?" And he says he won't do it. I think they have rowing though. I'll I mean, never I'll never betray Pal- Peloton for I, that garbage. I think they have rowing as, as well. Can't I think it. you would like it. Audience, sometimes Anderson can be a little closed-minded, so we apologize yeah, he's the most in advance. Stubborn person I know. It's not closed-mindedness. It's the fact that there's no way that any Orange Theory person is more fit than a Pelotoner. I, don't, I mean, I'm a Pelotoner, and there are a lot of people more fit than me. You started at a disadvantage. I'm talking... Even on even. I want an even matchup. Oh, okay, even matchup. I got you. I'll take age, workout history. I still think you got to try it, though, before you knock it. Well, we'll see. I've never met a cool Orange Theory person, so... Wait, have you ever met an uncool Orange Theory yeah, person? How many Orange Theory people have you met? I, I see a couple on Facebook that I don't <laughs> like. Okay. Oh, my God. We better go to the next topic. All right, fine. <laughs> Let's talk about your journey. Update us on how many days you're riding, how good you're... 
your little screen looks with all the blue dots. I uh, I write every day, at least one class a day. My my blogging though has been horrendous, egregious. Uh, yeah, I don't even think I blogged one time last week. I I kind of just started boring myself. So maybe if I just start talking about other stuff besides. Okay, I did this class, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, maybe why you did it, how you how you enjoyed it, what your thought process was during the ride, if you hit a wall, because I know you've hit a wall. Uh, I've hit so many walls. Yeah, it, 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 it'd probably be the same thing every day. Went out too hard, crash. <laughs> Went out too hard, crash. Went out too hard, crash. That happens quite a bit. Yeah. So, But I have won some sessions here recently, too. But here's the exciting thing. I changed my system again. So I'm gonna run through it real quick because this one's pretty easy this this week. Okay. So I think this is sustainable. The system I was using last week, it was just too many classes. I mean, that's like something like Woohoo Factor would do or something. I, I it was just it was just way too much. So I had simplified it a little bit and made it more random and more fun. I still go the bike class that I did that day, I click view class or or not view class, but the ranking, the leaderboard. I picked the person right above me whose profile isn't private. And then I go back one week. So like, let's say today's Sunday. So I would, whoever I picked yesterday, I go back one week to their Sunday. And if they wrote, a, if whatever they did on that Sunday, I'm doing it running no matter what I'm doing. If they didn't do anything, then I'll do their last biking class at first thing in the morning. So like today, the person only did a bike ride last Sunday. It was a 45 minute Jen Sherman uh, stadium ride. So I, and when they, when they did something the week before, I'm going to try to do it like around the same time that they did it. Like this person did it 2 PM. So I'm going to try to ride somewhere around 2 PM. Okay. So I'll at least do one bike every day. But a few days last week, I did, you know, a couple other things. But mainly people tend to bike. That's what I'm, that's what I'm finding. So you're coming up on 100 days. Is it 100 days? It's just about. You should be at 97 maybe. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's been awesome. I, I love it. I just, I, I probably love Peloton more than you two right now. I would, I, I bet, you know, because y'all, y'all don't go. I mean, you do something every day. You do but something I, I don't every have- day. I haven't been this week, but like I said before, I just, I'm having trouble knowing what my knee can handle as far yeah. as what I, because I'm doing more in practice now, so I'll get used to it and get back on my everyday. And so. I just don't have to go all out. Yeah, and I, I just, I've really been enjoying it. I love sessions. I love days when there's aren't a, there's not a session or there's nobody at a here now. I take those days easier. Um I had trouble one day last week riding in the metrics, which is the first time that's happened in a long time. I can't remember whose class it was, um, but yeah, I couldn't even, I think it was Ben's. I couldn't even keep up. I don't know what was going on that, that day. So, Well, our next segment of the show is something I have not told the other two co-hosts about, but it's something I've been stewing on for a while. <laughs> Brand new segment. I hope, to- it's, I hope it doesn't have anything to do with Orange Theory. No. To give people a bit of a insight into the people behind the Peloton People podcast, it is known as Pop Culture of the Week. So, it will basically involve every one of the co-hosts and myself coming up with something in pop culture. Not It doesn't even have to be current, but just something about themselves pop culture-wise. So, today's theme is going to be favorite movie. 
of all time, especially fitting as we've been watching a lot of movies around here. So I'm going to let Nikki go first with her all-time favorite movie. Well, I finally cracked and took a movie suggestion from Anderson. Now, some background. I don't watch a lot of movies. I don't know a lot about pop culture, and I certainly was not into superheroes at all. Anderson made me watch Suicide Squad, and it was all right. I'd give it like a 6 out of 10. I liked it more than I thought, but then he was like, all right, we got to watch Batman. We got to watch The Dark Knight. So I watched it, and it's officially my favorite movie. So I'm pretty sure that's why this segment was made, was so I could put out there on the air that my favorite movie is The Dark Knight, because Anderson is very happy about that. Exactly, but I just think it would be really cool for everybody to hear a few unique things about us every week, you know, some some things that we enjoy. So if you want to give us your all-time favorite movie, now this is probably not going to be very pop culture because it's probably from like 20 years ago, but let's hear your favorite movie. He's probably going to say Shawshank Redemption. I am going to say Shawshank Redemption. Wow. It, it is by far the number one movie of all time, bar none, Shawshank Redemption. If you I, hadn't seen it, watch it. It blows the dark night away. You know, I haven't seen it. I, I would agree with that, that it is a very good movie. I did really enjoy Shawshank, but I also think I was a little young to watch Shawshank to appreciate it fully. I watched it probably, what, five years ago, maybe? And I'm sure it would be a lot better now. But I have to say that my favorite movie of all time is Venom. <laughs> I'm an absolute fan of Venom. And more than anything, I just love Tom Hardy. He is a great actor. He is Bane in The Dark Knight Rises, yeah. and he's Venom. And funny enough, he does do his own voices. So he is the voice of Venom and the voice of Bane. I think you should give us a Bane impression. All right, I'll do my best Bane impression. I'm Bane. <laughs> right, that's pretty good. Okay, so y'all's movies, y'all's movies were good, but I mean, I think this segment really points out who has the best taste. On the I, whole podcast. Well, yeah, it's me. By that, I think it points out just who's the oldest. Well, everybody knows that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like up there in age. Well, you're not that old, but it just shows that you're... You always act like you're so old. Yeah, literally. You're like, when you guys get old, you'll get it. <laughs> literally, you're, when you were talking about your journey, you said, for an old guy like me, you're not that old. Pretty old compared to you guys. You How old like, are y'all? I'm 21. How old are you? 20. Yeah, I'm like... More than double that. Uh, I guess you're kind of old, but let's get back on the topic of I'll Peloton. Be, I'll be 55 yeah, this is, this in a couple months. This is probably where months. everyone's going to start turning off No way. This was, very, this was very interesting, for sure. <laughs> I'm with it. So we're bringing it back next week. But let's talk about the new artist series, Ed Sheeran. We've got the Latin X Heritage Month. What's the X in there for? I'm not sure. <laughs> we probably should have looked that up before we started the show. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. But but it's like Latinx month, but it starts like half of the month. Yeah. It, it goes like... I'm loose on how everything works with that month, but all I know is Ed Sheeran classes are probably going to be very popular. I think they'll be highly taken. And... I'll definitely take one. I'm not even a huge Ed Sheeran fan, but I mean, I know a lot of his songs, there so was, I'll definitely take it. There was an Ed Sheeran recovery ride, pretty sure that already Yeah, happened. I might take that. So there's there's been a lot of stuff with Ed Sheeran already. I'm not sure if it's going to continue... But really looking over these show notes, what I'm most excited about is just having bike boot camps, more and more of them, because I love bike boot camps. I tear them up. Yeah, we know. But speaking of class types, we had the 9-11 Remembrance classes. There were a couple of those that came out. I think Christine did one. I'm sure Jen did one. There's a couple others in there. So if you're interested in those, go ahead and check those out. 
Last episode, we spoke on our goals, and our goals were essentially to maintain our greatness with Peloton, to be able to get up early, get our workouts in, and your system's kind of changed a little bit to where you're still getting up early. You might be Pelotoning, you might not, but you're getting work done. I'm still trying to get up early, doing my Pelotoning on days that I need to do it, days that I have to recover, that I don't do it early in the morning, but I'll still be up just chilling, working, learning. I, I haven't figured out the weekends yet, and I had a work thing the other night that just threw my whole schedule off for the for the whole week. Um, but yeah, I mean, getting up early is key for me. Absolutely. Getting up early is the key to everything. And all fitness heads, all fitness junkies, we all get up early and get it done because most of these people that do this are super busy throughout the day. Well, most, and most mornings I do like Peloton like at four o'clock, but I love the days when I get one, like today, when I get to go like at two o'clock because I'm just so much more looser later in the day. My, My scores are so much better. So I like that I don't have to do it every single day. I mean, I might if, you know, depending on the person I'm following that day. But yeah, it's been cool. So we also asked you guys on our social medias to give us some of your goals as well or just some updates on yourselves. And we did get some feedback, so we are very excited to share some user goals. And we want to hear some feedback on how you're doing on those goals. Absolutely. Yeah, let us know. But yeah, I'll list a few of the goals that people sent in a couple weeks ago. So... We have Adam Klaus Fitness, who was going for a 20 by 230 flat bench press today. He said it would be a PR for him. Ooh, I'm, I'm sure impressive. he got it done. I've seen that guy's Instagram, yeah. man. He's crazy. He's he gets, per- he gets like fit. one out of 5,000 on a lot of the rides he takes. He's pretty fit. Wow. And this guy's not a cheater. No. This is legit. This is no enhancements needed. This is a real, this yeah. is a real Peloton right so there. So shout out to you, Adam Klaus Fitness. I bet he doesn't do Orange Theory. <laughs> that Probably might be his background. Um, Nikki Beard, 23, that's me. Wow. Said that she wanted to close all of her Apple Watch rings this week, and she did not do that. Spoiler alert. But, you know, I've had some stuff going on, so maybe next week. I had to adjust my goals, so that was a bummer, but it's all right. Um, Kim O'Hara says, getting on that bike again now that my kids are in school, the transition has been rough. Hmm. I'm sure she got back on. What do you guys think? I would hope so. Yeah, with kids out the house, back at school, I think I think that's a great time to bike. Yeah. But you just never know, like the drama people have in their lives. Like we had drama around here this past week, and it just sucks. <laughs> you know, like it's just all that kind of stuff just sucks. Yeah. So life happens. You never know what people are going through. Yeah. She also said Kim O'Hara still said she wants to take more yoga and meditation classes. Ooh, that's nice. That's always good. Exactly. And all right, last one that I'll list is from Linda Hollifield, looks like. Sorry if I'm butchering anybody's name. But she said finishing the Mastering the Basics program, and she's unsure of what to do next. Should we give some suggestions? Absolutely. If you need something to do next on the bike, I would go to Beginner Bike Boot Camp. I knew you were going to say that. That's the theme of the day, (laughs) Bike Boot Camp and its greatness. But I do think that Beginner Bike Boot Camps are a really good introduction to seeing other class types because they incorporate strength, they incorporate core, they incorporate stretching as well. So if you're curious about different disciplines within Peloton, I think boot camps are the way to go for that because then you're able to see which you excel at, which is difficult for you, and which you would like to partake more in. And then obviously you get some good intervals in there with the biking. And the cool thing about bike boot camp is it's not really about your output score. You know, it doesn't yeah, really matter. Yeah, that's one of the nice things. It doesn't matter what score you get. It doesn't matter what you play, place on the leaderboard because it's all arbitrary because you're going how you need to go. There's a one-minute break in between each segment as well to get your shoes on and off. 
if you get on a little bit early and you start pedaling, then that's going to take a little bit of an advantage over some people on the leaderboard who might be slower at getting their shoes on. So I think Bike Bootcamp is an amazing place that scores don't matter, and it's really a personalized workout for you to get what you need to get out of it. Also, power zone rides. You know, scores don't really matter in power zone rides, but they really help your scores in other types of rides. Yeah, and it's based off of you again, so that's another great thing, and they're usually longer rides which get your endurance up, which makes 20 minutes rides seem like absolutely nothing. And there is like a beginner power zone um Training. program yeah. pro- training program as well that I've heard really good things about. So what about you? Well, I'm just thinking back to when I was in my first days of pelotoning, and my fit. Fa- why? Why is that funny? I don't know. It just is. <laughs> why? Because I was so bad. He no, just heard a serious just, Pelotoner yeah, back he in the day. Didn't care at all. He, I could have never gotten you on a podcast like this. No way. Yeah. Well, so what I started out with was just 20 minute rides, and they were always with Allie Love or Robin. And no shoes. Yeah, I had no shoes, too. I was doing those in uh, tennis shoes. So I was dedicated back then, even a little bit. Come on, you got to give me a little bit of credit. I didn't even have shoes, and I was still doing it. Okay. But, yeah, those those 20-minute rides built me. I still, I'm sure I've done way more 20-minute rides than anything else, so. Yeah, 20-minute rides feel quick and easy, and they're, you know, you're kind of engaged, but you can also check out, too, and not feel too bad about it. They're a great then, workout, great sweat. Absolutely, and then reconnect with what's going on. Our next topic today, though, is probably going to be one of my favorite because hopefully it concludes the Bex Gentry talk on this podcast, <laughs> and that is that the documentary is no more. It is over. It's four parts. That's right. No more, well, no more Bex Gentry. Let me take this one. All right. Part three was the best part because it's about the race. They could have done without part four. Is that right? I think she's mocking me. <laughs> I think so, too. I, I know for a fact she has not watched the documentary. And yeah, Bex Gentry. Hey, she don't have to. I know. Third part race, fourth part. They could have done without. She is a heck of a runner, though. We can't take that away from her. To start that late and be able to compete against people that have probably been training their whole lives for yeah, this. Yeah, crazy. Well, Nikki might take her in basketball. Bex would kick Nikki's ass and run it. Absolutely. Most people do. I'm not a great runner. <laughs> yeah. So Bex Gentry talk is finally no more. But there was an interesting leak within Peloton that one of the classes they put out actually hinted at a future device called the Peloton Guide. Yep. Which essentially is a guided camera to give feedback on form, etc. Price point around $600 is the projected range. And that seems really expensive for just a camera to correct your form because it doesn't really do anything else. The classes aren't going to be any different because it's still going to be all the classes you already do. It can just help with your form a little bit. So I'm not too sure that people that are beginners, while they might want to improve their form, I don't think a $600 investment in your form is necessary. Well, we don't know about the price at all, but I mean, even just hearing about it, it doesn't excite me at all. I mean, nothing about... You guys say that. You're probably going to buy it. No. No, I mean... I've heard about this, you know, the mirror and tonal and all that kind of stuff. I've heard that Peloton's coming out with one of those that goes on the wall, has the straps to pull down, do all this exercise. It's got a bench with it as well. If they came out with some like that that's also got a camera but it's also other workouts as well that'd be a no-brainer to get that would be amazing that would improve overall fitness overall strength everything just like a rower would right so that is something you would need a guided camera does not necessarily seem like an enhancement to the peloton community yeah i don't i don't get it at all so we don't know much about it yeah yeah i mean it is it is just in a leak that essentially said hey 
use your guide or whatever. So wasn't it with the German instructor too? Uh, I don't know. I feel like it was. I feel I like it, I feel sure. like it was like a yoga class or something yeah. like that. Well, we've got one final shout out on today's episode. Oh yeah, it's a happy early birthday to my mother. Yep, my wife. So happy birthday, Jennifer Keithley. We hope you have a good one, and we hope you don't feel so much older. Uh, yeah, she's old now too. Well, it, it's all it's all subjective. I bet coming from like a ninety year old, they'd call you really young. Well, that might be true. But see, here's the thing: like, if I double my age, I'm probably gonna be dead. Okay. If you double your age, I'll I should be able to double it again. Yeah, y'all can still double twice. So that shows you kind of how old how old I am. That's an interesting scale. Yeah. So, but in dog years, you're really old. Man, I'm just old. That's that's all there is to it. Well, we've got some more content coming out to PelotonPeople.com this week. Oh, good. Uh, I make my return to the website with a brand new article that everybody should read titled, Why Rest Days Are So Important. Yeah, I'm not going to read that. Well, you should. <laughs> because even a rest day, you can take a recovery ride. I, I don't understand. And then you hit your walls, and then you're curious why you're hitting a wall. Well, that's why. So this article will be coming out on hopefully Monday, tomorrow. It'll give you guys all the ins and outs to my particular workout program, when I take my rest days, my recovery days, and why, what I choose to do on these days, etc., etc. But make sure you guys go ahead and check out our website, PelotonPeople.com. If you want to connect with us, you can go to the socials. At Peloton People is our Twitter name, and at Peloton underscore people is the Instagram if you want to go ahead and email us, that's pelotonpeoplepp at gmail.com. Make sure you guys go ahead and follow us on the leaderboard as well. I'm Anderson, AK11. I am Peloton underscore people. And I am Nikki Baird 23 And I just want to correct you, our Instagram is pelotonpeople, no underscore. Our Twitter is peloton underscore people. Gotcha. And I just want to say, I will take a rest day in about 250 days. Okay, well... You're going to take a rest year after that. <laughs> yeah, you've got that to look forward to. So make sure you guys go ahead and like this podcast. Share it with your friends. Share it with all the other Peloton and fitness fanatics you know. But until next week, it has been the Peloton people from the Peloton people headquarters. And we'll catch you guys for episode 20. Should be a good one. See you later.